0: Last week, we talked about setting big picture goals and chunking them down into smaller manageable goals, but with every great idea, AKA goal, you need a great execution. So now that you know your goal targets, what are you going to do to make them happen? Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. Okay, let's do a little refresher. Last time we talked about setting an annual goal of $10 million in production, and our example had an average sales price of $300,000. So we only need 33.3 sales to hit that goal or nine sales per quarter or chunk down even further, three sales per month. But knowing where those sales are going to come from is the real trick. That's when I go back to my historical sales to see where my sales came from in the past. If you're not currently tracking your sales by lead source, this is a really great exercise and shouldn't take too much time. Make a list of all the sales you had in the last year and simply note where they came from. Was it a friend, family member, someone you know? I would consider that someone in my sphere of influence. Was it repeat business from someone that has bought or sold with you in the past? Past client would be that source. Was it a referral of some sort? You guessed it. Classify that as a referral. And if you get a lot of referrals, you might want to specify if it was an out-of-state agent referral or a lender referral or wherever the referral came from. Personally, I don't do this because I don't focus on these areas as lead pillars in my business plan, but maybe you want to. Perhaps you're doing some paid lead sources. This is not only a good time to see where your sales are coming from, but an excellent opportunity to evaluate the performance of that lead source. For example, we advertise on Zillow in one zip code. So I'll track all my Zillow sales back to Zillow. It's possible that you'll have some repeat business sales that have an original lead source as Zillow or whatever paid source you use, but I always categorize those as past client after they've closed that first transaction because I want the credit to go toward the correct marketing efforts and Zillow isn't helping me stay in touch with my past clients. you know. So go through that process for all of your sales. Sometimes you'll get randos where you're not really sure where they came from. We use follow-up boss as our CRM, and I think everybody should use follow-up boss as their CRM, but follow-up boss provides a company number, and we use that for all of our sign calls. We have our company number printed on all of our signs. It's on every website. We use it in all of our marketing. So any call that comes in on any of our listings or any of our marketing actually is going to come to that company number, which is great because that one caller is going to go to whomever I have in the queue to accept calls. So I usually have all of us on the team in the queue. So that way, you know, ringing three phones is a lot better than relying on just me to get the phone answered. You never know if that caller is going to be your next sale. The reason I bring this up is because it's hard to know if the leads are coming from our signs or one of our websites or social media ad or Google. Personally, I'm okay with that because the system works really well for just that minor problem of not knowing exactly where the lead source came from. But if you're not okay with that, then you might want to get a more involved telephone number strategy. Once you know where all of your sales came from in the last year, you can start making some assumptions. If you keep doing the same things, does it stand a reason that you'll make the same number of sales in 2023 for that lead source? Do you have a lead source that's underperforming? Perhaps your Zillow leads didn't perform as well this year as they did last year. I know mine didn't, and it makes sense because they've diluted the market share, so you're probably getting less for the same investment. Plus, I've noticed that leads are down in general, and largely I think that's because homes have been selling so fast in the last year. There's no time to get any leads on a listing before it goes under contract. So the more homes we have for sale on the market, the more opportunity we'll have For receiving leads on those homes, which is another reason to not be afraid of a normalizing market. Anyway, for those underperforming lead sources, you'll want to consider how to counter that. If it's not making you a positive return on your investment, then I'd consider getting rid of the lead source. And then for the agent that's intending to 3x their business in one year, what are you going to do to get three times or more leads? You need to 3x your leads to 3x your business. Will you need to add a lead source? Can you 3x your business using all organic unpaid lead sources? Or will you need to consider a paid lead source? Mapping out all of your lead sources, as well as your expectations for how they will perform in 2023, is going to help you determine where to focus your energy. Maybe you want to double down on a lead source. For example, if you don't already have a solid foundation for staying in touch with your past clients and your sphere of influence, that is the first place I would double down. Could you implement a quarterly strategy to stay top of mind? What if you found a lender partner with Homebot and invested in that as a tool for your past clients? Maybe you had an incredible plan last year, but somehow you got off course and didn't stick to the plan That's something to evaluate too. If you create a plan of action that you truthfully don't want to do, you're probably going to struggle to execute. If I set a goal for myself to get business from door knocking, I'd be setting myself up for failure because I know how resistant I am to door knocking. So keep that in mind. It's 100% okay to know who you are and work with that in the plan. If you're a night owl, Don't set yourself up for failure by promising to hit the 5 a.m. yoga class to prospect for a sale. That's probably not going to happen. Work with your strengths. Go to the 5 p.m. yoga class. Whatever your plan is, this is going to be what dictates what you do every day. And knowing what to do every day is half the battle. More on that next week. In the meantime, wouldn't it be cool to plug and play a system in your business to get it all done? Yeah, I think so. And that's why I've included all of my systems in Savvy Agent Club. Systems for each lead pillar, for lead nurturing, buyer consults, listing appointments, marketing listings, social media, transaction management, staying in touch with your database, and yes, systems for business planning. If you'd like to swipe my systems and plug them into your business, head on over to SavvyAgent.co slash club and join today. It's only $37 a month because I like to think that building your real estate business shouldn't have to break the bank. Have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.